Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Well, he's in. Not that anyone is surprised by that. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Kevins here. Ethan Hatcher in for Casey today. And, well, he went on and on and on (sighs) and on and on and on and on to the point where uh, the network's I mean, I'm talking even like, I think Newsmax, Fox News, we're not just talking ABC, CBS, NBC, they left as well. It was, I will will say it like this, the Trump announcement was the tone and tenor it should have always been, but it's two years too late and get to the point. He's trying to relive the tidal wave of 2016, but the magic is gone. The support isn't there. He's no longer in touch with the zeitgeist, and this message rings hollow after a lackluster performance by Republicans in the midterms. It's uh, It, it, it just doesn't play well. Yeah, that, I think that's the takeaway, right? And I said this for really for a year and a half, is the best political move Trump could have made because it wasn't like anybody was going to forget about Trump. It wasn't like people who loved Trump were suddenly going to say, well, I've just fallen for another candidate. The best move Trump could have made would to be go away, right? There's the old saying, how can I miss you if you won't go away? And likely the Republicans would have done better than they did in the midterms. And then yesterday would have been the perfect moment to make that speech in the sense of, look, the country's in shambles. You have spoken at the ballot box in terms of wanting to correct course. I have heard you. I have made mistakes. And I am willing to change because there is nothing more than I loved in this country. Let's go charge. Because people would have missed him. And they would have missed him based on where the country is and where it was before Trump left office, certainly pre-COVID. But that opportunity no longer exists. There's a couple Republicans from recent memory. He could have learned this lesson from one, a former president and one, a presidential candidate. I'm thinking Mitt Romney and George Bush, both loathed members of the Republican Party. Certainly George Bush, when he left office and then disappeared, comes back a few years later. He's showing up with Ellen DeGeneres. He's showing off his paintings and has rehabilitated in many ways his public perception. You got to go away in order for for the, like you say, for the public to miss you. All right, we've got a little bit of audio from the big shindig last Uh, night. Go ahead. This is not a task for a politician or a conventional candidate. This is a task for a great movement that embodies the courage, confidence, and the spirit of the American people. This is a movement. This is not for any one individual. This is a job for tens of millions of proud people working together from all across the land and from all walks of life, young and old, black and white, Hispanic and Asian, many of whom we have brought together for the very, very first time. If you look at the numbers, if you look at what's happened with Hispanic, with African-American, with Asian, and just look at what's happening, this is a party 
that has become much bigger, much stronger, much more powerful, can do much more good for our country. This is a job for grandmothers and construction workers, firefighters, builders, teachers, doctors, and farmers who cannot stay quiet any longer. You can't stay quiet any longer. You're angry about what's happening to our country. Our country is being destroyed before your very eyes. The whole this is a movement thing works in the idea of it. But when you don't produce in multiple elections, the movement premise doesn't really work anymore because clearly your supposed movement is not getting you or the people you uh, you uh, support elected to public office. His movement is more akin to a bowel movement because he's... <laughs> wow. <laughs> perf- perf- uh, Coming out of the gate hard this morning. Well, b- because he continues to uh, uh, suggest bad ideas, bad policy positions. First of all, continuing to question the legitimacy of the election was not a winning pl- uh, platform position in the midterms. Um, and then suggesting that as a nation, we need to switch to paper ballots is incredibly short-sighted. Two words for you, Mr. Kendall. Hanging Chads. Remember that? The debacle. Oh, yes, yes sure. the debacle of the Florida elections caused because they were paper ballots and they overhauled their system for the better, mind you, because of that debacle. So it would be actually a regressive step backwards to implement the policy that Trump is suggesting out of the gate at his 2024 uh, uh, reelection announcement. Here is Trump's close from the never ending speech last night. It went on and on, my friends. It was the speech that never ends. And then it finally did end. And there, here it is. America's golden age is just ahead. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. We will make America glorious again. And we will make America great again. The problem is I've heard all of that. And what you don't know how to do is win elections again. And if you can't win elections, all of these platitudes and these promises, you can't talk about corruption. You can't talk about draining the swamp because you put these people like Dan Coats and Mitch McConnell's wife in positions of immense power. You appointed Ray as the director of the FBI. You were the one who initially kept Comey. All of these things you allowed to happen and until you figure out how to win an election it doesn't matter anyway and there are not enough trump people to win an election now i would love to dismiss the trumpster but 2016 showed that it would be unwise to underestimate him and the base that said i'm curious what your speculative impressions are of what this does to the republican primaries does this potentially Does this potentially do Republicans a favor because they coalesce against a singular candidate to oppose the Trump? Well, I I think instead of throwing spaghetti at the wall and having two dozen candidates all running at the same time. No, no, no. The the problem you've got with the Republican primary is it's free TV for these grifters who avoid working a real job like the plague. Like what what 
what would Mike Pence be doing? Like, I, I, what would Chris Christie be doing? No, I'm serious. These people live to see themselves on television and they avoid working real jobs that produce for society at all cost. And running for president is free television time. They're on all the, all, they'll be on all the talk shows, all the cable news, these sorts of radio stations. It's, it's just millions and millions of dollars of free publicity. So you're not going to stop the also-rans from getting in the question is going to be is there a viable and as of right now obviously as we they got say one check as, the scoreboard well as they <laughs> say in pro wrestling card subject to change but but right now you have one super viable alternative to donald trump and that is ron DeSantis. now does someone like tim scott or christy gnome or whoever become a viable option i don't know but it the onus will be on the republican party to pick someone who can win and I know this really angers Trump boat guy, and I know this really angers Trump flag guy, but there are not uh, enough Trump boat guys and Trump flag guys to help Donald Trump or his candidates win. We have seen this for two elections in a row, and if you nominate Donald Trump, it is going to be Barry Goldwater circa 1964 all over again. Let's look at the performance of Republicans during the midterms. Trump-backed candidates did not overperform, so yeah, going with him again seems questionable at best. And the and and if any and I know there are many people who are very upset about this, but show me the path. We have seen two elections in a row that Trump, either through creative jelly bean counting or mass mail-in voting or whatever you want to call it, or you know maybe they'll actually take some ownership in Trump and the flaws of Trump or a collection of all of them. What is Trump's path to victory that, that, that did not work in 2020 and 2022? What is he going to do different? Because the speech was the same speech. It was the same stuff. There was nothing new that we saw last night that says, I will do this differently to get myself across the finish line. And until you make that case, and maybe you will, I don't know, does it come in January? Does it come in February? Does it come in March? Unless you make the case on what you're going to do different, you're just a guy who's going to get beat again, and that doesn't do anything for me. Right. If he's going to have a snowball's chance in Ecuador, he's got to demonstrate that he can evolve, but Trump doesn't, and he doesn't admit that he's made mistakes. He often positions himself, even had he made mistakes, as actually being the correct decision.